鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您收听轻松调频美文阅读 More to Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文，学英语。今天，让我们一起来听中国古代经典《淮南子》当中的一句话。法国著名诗人兰波的一首诗歌《Song of the Highest Tower》，最高塔之歌。最后，让我们一起来读英国作家奥斯卡·王尔德创作的短篇童话作品《The Selfish Giant》，巨人的花园。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. Sheng ren bu gui chi zhi bi, er zhong cun zhi yin, shi nan de er yi shi ye. A sage cherishes an inch of time instead of a foot of jade, because time is hard to attain and easy to lose. We just heard this sentence from the Shengren Yuan Dao Xun. 淮南子为西汉淮南王刘安及其门客所著，本名洪烈，洪大也，烈名也，以为大明道之言也。刘安的父亲刘长是汉高祖的庶子，封为淮南王。刘安作为长子，承袭父爵，故亦称淮南王。淮南子又称淮南洪烈，全书二十一卷，原书二十余万言。今存十三万余字。汉武帝建元二年，即公元前一百三十九年，淮南王刘安将其献给年仅十七岁的皇帝，并得到皇帝的喜爱，被珍藏在皇宫的秘府之中。《淮南子》一书中有较多的庄子的影响，亦与晚周至汉初南方黄老道家的正宗有所区别。道家又以黄老为主，转移到以老庄甚至以庄烈为主。这一转变在《淮南子》的书中已可见其端倪。作为楚文化重要内容的黄老道家兼阴阳术数的思想传统，到《淮南子》的成书已经是殿军之作了。圣人不重尺之弊，而重寸之音，实难得而易失也。A sage cherishes an inch of time instead of a foot of jade, because time is hard to attain and easy to lose. You are listening to Simple Reading. 让我们一起走进诗歌的世界。闭上双眼，静静聆听，敞开心扉，慢慢品味。Poem of the day. 
the highest tower. Arthur Rimbaud Idle youth, enslaved to everything. By being too sensitive, I have wasted my life. Ah, let the time come when hearts are enamoured. I said to myself, let be, and let no one see you. Do without the promise of higher joys. Let nothing delay you, majestic retirement. I have endured so long that I have forgotten everything. Fear and suffering have flown to the skies, and morbid thirst darkens my veins. Thus the meadow, given over to oblivion, grown up and flowering with frankincense and tares to the wild buzzing of a hundred filthy flies. Oh, the thousand bereavements of the poor soul which possesses only the image of Our Lady. Can one pray to the Virgin Mary? Idle youth, enslaved by everything. By being too sensitive, I have wasted my life. Ah, let the time come when hearts are enamoured. Lan 我心里思量全给抛到九霄云外如此可怜的灵魂的无限凄凉
，我竟因娇嫩而失去我蓬勃的朝气。啊，但愿心灵充满爱的时候，快快来临。听到的这首诗歌《Song of the Highest Tower》，高塔之歌，出自法国著名诗人阿尔蒂尔·兰波，英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由南海之声的主持人米亚牛为您朗诵，由张秋红翻译。阿尔蒂尔·兰波于1854年出生于法国的夏尔维勒 ，1891 年去世，是19世纪法国著名诗人。早期象征主义诗歌的代表人物，超现实主义诗歌的鼻祖。他的早期作品受帕尔纳斯派诗歌的影响，追求形式的完美。其在普法战争和巴黎公社时期的作品，突出了对现实社会的谴责和反抗情绪。他从14岁开始写诗， 1 6岁不到就写出了名诗《奥菲利亚》。1871年写成两封著名的《通灵者书信》，并著有象征派诗歌。原因和醉舟，到19岁，他完成了《地狱遗迹》。在向往已久的巴黎，兰波结识了著名的象征主义诗人魏尔伦，并得到魏尔伦的赏识和推荐，从此跻身诗坛。More to read， 文字的世界，用心用心聆听。Beauty of words， 巨人的花园 ，The Selfish Giant。又译作《自私的巨人》，是英国唯美主义作家奥斯卡·王尔德创作的童话作品，讲述了自私的巨人从自私变得慷慨，最终在天主的指引下走入天堂的故事。该篇是王尔德创作的童话作品中最短的一篇，收录于童话集《快乐王子》及其他故事。好，那么接下来呢，我们就一起来读一下。由王尔德所写的这部短篇童话作品当中的节选片段，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人莫涵为您朗读，由林徽因翻译。The Selfish Giant by Oscar Wilde。巨人的花园，王尔德。It was a large, lovely garden with soft green grass. Here and there, over the grass, stood beautiful flowers like stars, and there were twelve peach trees that, in the springtime, broke out into delicate blossoms of pink and pearl, and in the autumn bore rich fruit. The birds sat on the trees and sang so sweetly that the children used to stop their games in order to listen to them. How happy we are here! They cry to each other. 宜人的大花园里，遍地生长着绿草，绿草地上到处生长着美丽的花朵，犹如天上的星儿一样璀璨。十二棵英姿飒爽的桃树，春天开着红白的小花，秋天结满丰盛的果子。鸟儿坐在桃树枝上，唱着甜蜜而动听的歌。孩子们沉醉在歌声里。玩着玩着，便歇下来，侧耳静听。他们互相叫着：“我们在这儿多快乐呀 
the birds did not care to sing in it, as there were no children, and the trees forgot to blossom. 鸟儿不到没有孩子的地方玩耍，树木也忘记了开花。Once a beautiful flower put its head out from the grass, but when it saw the notice board, it was so sorry for the children that it slipped back into the ground again and went off to sleep. The only people who were pleased were the snow and the frost. Spring has forgotten this garden, they cried. So we will live here all the year round. The snow covered up the grass with a great white cloak, and the frost painted all the trees silver. 有一次，一株美丽的花儿刚从草丛中把头伸出，看见那块告示牌，很替孩子们不平，也就缩到地下去睡觉了。最得意的只有霜和雪，他们叫着。春天已把这个园子忘记，我们终年都可以居住在这儿了。雪用它白色的大衣覆盖草地，霜把花园里的树枝一起镀成银色。Then they invited the north wind to stay with them, and he came. He was wrapped in furs, and he rolled all day about the garden and blew the chimney pots down. This is a delightful spot," he said. "We must ask the hail on a visit." So the hail came. Every day for three hours, he rattled on the roof of the castle till he broke most of the slates, and then he ran round and round the garden as fast as he could go. He was dressed in grey, and his breath was like ice. 他们邀请北风，北风也来和他们一起居住。他裹着兽皮，整天在园子里嚎叫，把烟囱都刮倒了。他说：“这地方很不错，我们把宝请来就更好了。”因此，宝也来了。他每天在房顶上胡闹，弄坏了许多石板，然后又在花园里狂奔。他穿着灰色的衣服，呼吸像冰一样冷飕飕。He saw a most wonderful sight. Through a little hole in the wall, the children had crept in, and they were sitting in the branches of the trees. In every tree that he could see, there was a little child, and the trees were so glad to have the children back again that they had covered themselves with blossoms, and were waving their arms gently above the children's heads. The birds were flying about and twittering with delight. And the flowers were looking up through the green grass and laughing. 他看见一个非常奇特的场景，只见许多小孩竟然从墙角的小洞爬进园子，坐在树枝上。他在每一棵树上都可以看到一个小孩。小孩回来了，树木非常高兴，立刻全身开遍花朵，手臂在孩子头上摇来摇去。鸟儿也上下飞舞，欢喜而婉转地开始唱歌。花儿也从绿草丛中露出脸颊，在那儿欢笑。It was a lovely scene. Only in one corner, it was still winter. It was the farthest corner of the garden, and in it was standing a little boy. 
He was so small that he could not reach up to the branches of the tree, and he was wandering all round it, crying bitterly. The poor tree was still quite covered with frost and snow, and the north wind was blowing and roaring above it. Climb up, little boy," said the tree, and it bent its branches down as low as it could. But the boy was too tiny. This is a beautiful picture. Only the most remote corner of the tree remains buried in the snow. In the remote corner of the tree, there is a little boy standing there. He is too small to climb up the tree. He is crying bitterly. The poor tree is still covered in snow. 北风依旧在头上怒吼，树儿尽量把枝条弯下，说：“爬上来呀，小朋友。”但那孩子太小了，始终攀爬不上去。And the giant's heart melted as he looked out. How selfish I have been, he said. Now I know why the spring would not come here. I will put that poor little boy on the top of the tree, and then I will knock down the wall, and my garden shall be the children's playground forever and ever. He was really very sorry for what he had done. 巨人默默看着这一切，心忽然软了，说：“我是多么自私啊！现在知道春天为什么不来了，我应该把那小孩抱上树去。”再把墙推倒，让花园永远做孩子的游乐场。他对于以往的行为充满懊悔。Only the little boy did not run, for his eyes were so full of tears that he did not see the giant coming. And the giant stole up behind him and took him gently in his hand, and put him up into the tree. And the tree broke at once into blossom. And the birds came and sang on it, and the little boy stretched out his two arms and flung them round the giant's neck, and kissed him. And the other children, when they saw that the giant was not wicked any longer, came running back, and with them came the spring. 只有那最小的孩子没有跑，他没有看见巨人走过来，眼里噙满泪水。巨人偷偷来到他的身后。轻轻把它抱起来，放到树枝上，那树瞬间鲜花盛开，鸟儿也瞬间飞来，开始歌唱。那小孩伸出双臂，抱着巨人的脖子，甜甜的亲了他一口。其他的孩子看见巨人已经不是坏人，也都跑回来。春天又同他们一起回到了园子里。Years went over. And the giant grew very old and feeble. He could not play about any more, so he sat in a huge armchair and watched the children at their games and admired his garden. I have many beautiful flowers, he said, but the children are the most beautiful flowers of all. 许多年以后，巨人老了，再也没力气玩耍。他每天只能坐在一张大靠椅上，看着小孩子游戏，然后尽情欣赏花园里这幅宜人的景象。他说
我有许多美丽的花，但是孩子才是这些花中最美丽的。He did not hate the winter now, for he knew that it was merely the spring asleep, and that the flowers were resting. 现在他不恨冬天了，因为他知道，冬天只是春天在睡觉，花木在休息而已。And when he came quite close, his face grew red with anger. For on the palms of the child's hands were the prints of two nails, and the prints of two nails were on the little feet. 忽然，他气得满脸通红。原来，孩子的手掌和脚掌分别有两个清晰的钉子印。These are the wounds of love. And the child smiled on the giant and said to him, "You let me play once in your garden. Today, you shall come with me to my garden." Which is paradise. This is love's wound. That child smiled to the giant and said, "You let me play once in your garden. Today, I will let you play once in my garden. That is paradise." The selfish giant. By Oscar Wilde. It was a large, lovely garden, with soft green grass. Here and there, over the grass, stood beautiful flowers like stars, and there were twelve peach trees that, in the springtime, broke out into delicate blossoms of pink and pearl, and in the autumn, bore rich fruit. The birds sat on the trees and sang so sweetly that the children used to stop their games in order to listen to them. How happy we are here! They cry to each other. The birds do not care to sing in it, as there were no children, and the trees forgot to blossom. Once. A beautiful flower put its head out from the grass, but when it saw the notice board, it was so sorry for the children that it slipped back into the ground again and went off to sleep. The only people who were pleased were the snow and the frost. Spring has forgotten this garden, they cried, so we will live here all the year round. The snow covered up the grass with a great white cloak, and the frost painted all the trees silver. Then they invited the north wind to stay with them, and he came. He was wrapped in furs, and he roared all day about the garden, and blew the chimney pots down. This is a delightful spot, he said. We must ask the hail on a visit. So the hail came. Every day for three hours, he rattled on the roof of the castle till he broke most of the slates, and then he ran round and round the garden as fast as he could go. He was dressed in grey, and his breath was like ice. He saw a most wonderful sight. Through a little hole in the wall, the children had crept in, and they were sitting in the branches of the trees. In every tree that he could see, there was a little child, 
and the trees were so glad to have the children back again that they had covered themselves with blossoms and were waving their arms gently above the children's heads. The birds were flying about and twittering with delight, and the flowers were looking up through the green grass and laughing. It was a lovely scene, only in one corner it was still winter. It was the farthest corner of the garden, and in it was standing a little boy. He was so small that he could not reach up to the branches of the tree, and he was wandering all round it, crying bitterly. The poor tree was still quite covered with frost and snow, and the north wind was blowing and roaring above it. Climb up, little boy, said the tree, and it bent its branches down as low as it could. But the boy was too tiny, and the giant's heart melted as he looked out. How selfish I have been, he said. Now I know why the spring would not come here. I will put that poor little boy on the top of the tree, and then I will knock down the wall, and my garden shall be the children's playground forever and ever. He was really very sorry for what he had done. Only the little boy did not run, for his eyes were so full of tears that he did not see the giant coming. And the giant stole up behind him and took him gently in his hand, and put him up into the tree. And the tree broke at once into blossom, and the birds came and sang on it, and the little boy stretched out his two arms and flung them round the giant's neck, and kissed him. And the other children, when they saw that the giant was not wicked any longer, came running back, and with them came the spring. Years went over, and the giant grew very old and feeble. He could not play about any more. So he sat in a huge armchair and watched the children at their games, and admired his garden. I have many beautiful flowers, he said, but the children are the most beautiful flowers of all. He did not hate the winter now, for he knew that it was merely the spring asleep, and that the flowers were resting. And when he came quite close, his face grew red with anger, for on the palms of the child's hands were the prints of two nails, and the prints of two nails were on the little feet. These are the wounds of love, and the child smiled on the giant and said to him, "You let me play once in your garden. Today you shall come with me to my garden, which is paradise." Thank you
。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。